For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the sacrifice of praise this is part three of the series spiritually the body of messiah is a holy priesthood we can see this in first peter chapter 2 verse 5 and verse 9 you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god by yeshua hamashiach but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people So the God of Israel wants us to live holy lives before him so that we can be anointed in service to him. We can see how the body of Messiah are kings and priests in his kingdom, as it says in Revelation chapter 5 verse 10, and he has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we will reign on the earth. Then in Revelation chapter 20 verse 6, Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection, but they will be priests of God and of Messiah and will reign with him a thousand years. So the Todah, the thank offering, is not only associated with consecration and sanctification, but it is associated with restoration. In 2 Chronicles chapter 29 verses 1 through 3, Hezekiah began to reign when he was five and twenty years old and he did that which was right in the sight of the lord and in the first year of his reign in the first month opened the doors of the house of the lord and repaired them so what's going to be the process in bringing restoration to the house of the god of israel so remember we're told in hebrews chapter 3 verse 6 that we spiritually are yeshua's house so what then is done to repair the house of the Lord? It goes on to say in Second Chronicles chapter 29 verses 4 and 5, And he brought in the priests and the Levites, and said unto them, Hear me, you Levites, sanctify now yourselves, and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers. So since we are priests before the God of Israel, our house, or our lies, or our relationship with the God of Israel gets restored when we endeavor to be sanctified before him. Next, we can see the Todah, the thank offering, is associated with purification. Nehemiah chapter 12, verses 30 and 31, it is written, And the priests and the Levites purified themselves and purified the people, and the gates, and the wall. Then I brought up the princes of Judah upon the wall, and appointed two great companies of them that gave thanks. So, in the purification process... We are to give Todah, a thank offering, unto the God of Israel. One of the ways we express the Todah, or the thank offering, in praising the God of Israel, we can do so as a proclamation of our lips. We can do so in song 
but we can also do so in prayer. We can see this in Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11, as it is written, My sons, be not now negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him to serve him, and that you should minister unto him and burn incense. So what's the spiritual meaning of burning incense? Psalm 141, verse 2, Let my prayer be set forth before you as incense. Next, we're going to see how the Todah, or the thank offering, is associated with song and worship. 2 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 25 and 26, it is written, And he set the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with psalteries, and with harps. For so was the commandment of the Lord by his prophets, and the priests with the trumpets. We can see this as well in Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 27, as it is written. And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with todah, thank offerings, and with singing, with cymbals, psalteries, and with harps. So furthermore, we can see this principle in Psalm chapter 69, verse 30, as it is written. I will praise the name of God with a song and magnify him with todah, a thank offering. Next, we can see how the thank offering is linked with the burnt offering. Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 27 and 28, it is written. And Hezekiah commanded to offer the burnt offering upon the altar. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord began also with the trumpets. And all the congregation worshipped, and the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded, and all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. So what's the spiritual meaning of the burnt offering? The burnt offering represents a total commitment from the heart. In Leviticus chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 9, it is written, If his offering be a burnt sacrifice, he shall offer it of his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall burn all on the altar to be a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire. So first of all, we see that the burnt offering, like the thank offering, is to be given of our voluntary will. And the burnt offering, as the name implies, is totally consumed. So the total consumption of the burnt offering spiritually represents total commitment. And the burnt offering was placed on the altar, which represents our heart. So now we can see how the sacrifice of praise, or the todah, or the thank offering, is linked with the burnt offering. In other words, given a total commitment of our heart and our lives to the God of Israel. In Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 31, it is written, Then Hezekiah answered and said, Now you have consecrated yourselves unto the Lord. Come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings, todah, unto the house of the Lord. And the congregation brought in sacrifices and thank offerings, as many as were of a free heart burnt offerings. So in order to have table fellowship, a personal relationship with the God of Israel, the Shalem, the peace offering, it is associated with the todah, or the thank offering, meaning that when we seek to have table fellowship or a personal relationship with the God of Israel, he wants us to come before him with an attitude of thankfulness for what he has done for us and with a heart of song and praise unto him. In doing so, he wants us to give unto him a total commitment of our lives, having a pure and sincere heart while seeking to live a holy life before him. So now let's summarize what we've covered in this part of the teaching. 
and it is as follows. Number one, the peace offering or shalem in Hebrew is an offering that is given for an alliance, friendship, or table fellowship. In the todah or the thank offering is linked or associated with the peace offering. Number two, the todah or thank offering is to be given with unleavened bread. Unleavened bread is associated with sincerity of heart and holiness. Number three, the todah or thank offering is associated with consecration and being anointed by the God of Israel to do a particular task or to be used in his service for his kingdom. Number four, the todah or thank offering is associated with sanctification, purification, and being restored or restoration. Number five, the todah or thank offering is linked or associated with the burnt offering. The burnt offering represents a total commitment to the God of Israel and your service to him. Number six, the todah or thank offering can be done through means of prayer. Number seven, the todah or thank offering can be done with song, praise, and worship to the God of Israel. Next, in the last part of this teaching, we're going to show you how the todah or thank offering is associated with an attitude of the heart for giving thank and praise to the God of Israel solely and exclusively for who he is, that he is the king of the universe, he's sovereign, and he reigns over all. In other words, the todah or the thank offering is not dependent upon our personal circumstances or how we feel. Because the God of Israel deserves to be honored, blessed, and praised because of who he is and in his sovereignty. In Psalm 95 verses 1 and 2, we are instructed to come before his presence, that is to have table fellowship or a personal relationship with him, with a heart attitude of todah, of thanksgiving and praise unto him for who he is and to his name. In Psalm 95 verses 1 and 2, it is written, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. So who is the rock of our salvation? It is Yeshua. So we're to come before Yeshua with an attitude of song, praise, and worship. Let us come before his presence with Todah, with a heart attitude of thanks, and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. And then in Psalm 100 verse 4 we can see once again how we're to enter into Yeshua's presence with Todah, a thank offering, giving praise to him for who he is and to bless his name. So in Psalm 100 verse 4 it is written, enter into his gates, that means come into his presence with thanksgiving, Todah, a thank offering, and into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Next, we can see from Revelation chapter 7, verses 11 and 12, that those who are around the throne or in the presence of the God of Israel, they are giving and offering todah, thanksgiving unto him, as it is written. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving. We can also see how those around the throne are giving todah or thanksgiving unto the God of Israel from Revelation chapter 11 verses 16 and 17 as it is written. And the 24 elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshiped God saying, We give you thanks 
O Lord God Almighty. So in what way do we praise or give thanks unto the God of Israel in offering this todah or thank offering when we come into his presence? It is to proclaim his sovereignty, that he's the king of the universe and he rules over all. So we just praise him for who he is because of who he is. Psalm 95 verse 3 and verse 6 it is written, For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. O come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. So in Psalm chapter 95 verse 6 it says we're to kneel before the Lord our Maker. Our Maker is the one that created the heavens and the earth. So who was it that said the words let there be light? and through his words created the heavens and the earth. It is Yeshua, as we can see from Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, as it is written. Speaking of Yeshua, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by him, that is the image of the invisible God, that is Yeshua, for by him were all things created, that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. So in declaring the sovereignty and the kingship of Yeshua, we must recognize and confess that it is he who leads us. He is the shepherd, we are his sheep. In Psalm 95 verse 7 it is written, For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. In John chapter 10 verse 11, Yeshua stated that he is the good shepherd. And as the good shepherd, in leading and guiding his sheep, he gives his life for the sheep. We see from Psalm 100 verses 1 and 2 that a todah or a thank offering is associated with expressing a heart of joy and gladness unto him. As it is written, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with singing. So Psalm 100 is labeled as a psalm of praise, a psalm of todah, a thank offering psalm. So in coming before his presence with singing and with gladness, we recognize that he's sovereign, that he's king, he rules over all. In Psalm 100 verse 3 it is written, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. In other words, he's sovereign, he's king, he rules over all. And as it says in Psalm 95 verse 7, For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture. This is what it goes on to say in Psalm 100 verse 3, in expressing that he is God, that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So in being his sheep, we follow the shepherd in the leading of the shepherd. Because, as it also says in Psalm 100 verse 3, it is he that made us and not we ourselves. So given that it's he that made us and we're not of ourselves, he is the shepherd, we are the sheep. Another way we can express this is that he is the potter and we are the clay. And sometimes as the good shepherd, he will lead his people. He will take his sheep to the potter's house. In Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 and 2, it is written, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise, 
Spiritually, that means to go to a higher place in God, arise. See, in order to ascend, you have to yield to his will and not your will. So when you do not yield to your will, but submit to his, you go down to the potter's house. Because it's at the potter's house where I will cause you to hear my words. In other words, sometimes it's in and through our trials, tribulations, and persecutions. When we seek his face, do we hear from him? Continuing on in Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 3 and 4. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So therefore, in him molding and shaping our lives, in order to make us into the vessel that he desires for us, he will sometimes, through various stages in our lives, mar the clay. So the clay not only represents our lives, but it represents our will, our desires, and the things of the flesh. And in order for our will, our desires, and the things of the flesh to die, it has to go through the fire of trial and tribulations so that we will be purified as an end result. Because we're told in Psalm chapter 51 verse 17 that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. So sometimes the potter needs to allow things to come into our lives that will bring us to a place of a broken, a humble, and a contrite heart. And there the God of Israel can speak to us and raise us up and make us the vessel that he wants us to be. Because in Psalm 147 verse 3, it is written, He heals the broken in heart, and he binds up their wounds. Because in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 39, it is written, I wound, or in other words, I mar the clay, and I heal, or in other words, I mold it and shape it into a vessel fit for the master's use. Because we need to allow our lives to be in the potter's hand. We can see this from Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 4 and verse 6 as it is written. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter, says the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. We can see how our lives, when we yield to him, is in his hand. From Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8, it is written, But now, O Lord, you are our father, we are the clay, and you our potter, and we all are the work of your hand. In the master potter, even Yeshua HaMashiach, wants to make us, his followers, into vessels of honor, to bear fruit for him and to give glory to him and his kingdom. We can see this from Romans chapter 9, verses 19 to 21, as it is written. You will say then unto me, for who has resisted his will? Shall the thing form say to him that formed it, why have you made me thus? Or why is my circumstances in life the way they are? Has not the potter power over the clay to make you a vessel unto honor? So let's summarize this last part of the teaching. It is as follows. Number one, we are to enter the presence of the God of Israel and having table fellowship with him and in having a personal relationship with him with a heart of thanks unto him for what he has done for us and to give praise unto his name 
because of who he is, that he is sovereign, that he is the king of the universe, and he rules and reigns over all. Number two, those around the throne of the God of Israel in heaven, that is, those that are in his presence, offer him continuous praise. Number three, Yeshua is the potter. He leads, guides, and directs our lives, and we are the clay. We are the ones whom he is molding and shaping. So our lives are in the potter's hand. And in molding and shaping our lives, in the process of making the desired vessel that would be honoring unto his kingdom, the potter, at particular moments in our lives, will need to mar the clay. And that involves wounding our hearts. But the goal of the potter is to make us vessels of honor unto him, or in other words, he will heal our broken hearts. And number four, our todah, or thank offering, in living our life under the God of Israel, is to serve him in gladness in and through all things. Well, that's going to conclude our teaching on the sacrifice of praise. And while we looked at a variety of examples and applications regarding how we live out this Todah or thank offering in our lives, one of the primary purposes of the Todah or thank offering is it is our medicine for a wounded heart, where we understand and acknowledge that the God of Israel is sovereign, he's king, he rules over our lives, and he leads, guides, and directs our lives for our good, for our benefit, to bear fruit for his kingdom, and to give glory unto his name. And in doing so, Yeshua, as the master potter, desires to mold and shape us so that we ultimately become vessels of honor in his kingdom. When Yeshua died on the tree, he did the will of his Father on the earth. When we live our lives, we're to seek to do the will of the God of Israel in our lives. Yeshua lived his life as an example for us of how we're supposed to live our lives under the God of Israel. That is why it says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, He who says he abides in him, he who says he's a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, ought himself to walk, that means to live our lives, even as he walked, or after his example. And what example did Yeshua give us? Well, we're told in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, that in Yeshua pursuing to do the will of his heavenly Father and die on the tree, we're told that his heart attitude was that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And he became a vessel of honor who is now sitting at the right hand of the throne of God, ruling and reigning with his Father over his kingdom. So that is why and how we're to walk as Yeshua walked, which means we seek to love him, obey him, keep his commandments, and live a lifestyle of Todah, or give him thanksgiving, praise, glory for who he is, that he's sovereign, he's the king of the universe, and he leads, guides, and directs our lives so that we can be vessels of honor in his kingdom. And what is the way or the path to be a vessel of honor in his kingdom? It is to live a lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving unto him. Well, that's going to conclude part three of the series on the subject, The Sacrifice of Praise. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.
Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.